You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 6.4 New King James Version says, But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. What a great promise this is from God to you and to me. Examine yourself. What are you doing? What are you endeavoring to accomplish for God's glory? You can rejoice if you're doing the right thing. And don't say, hey, look at him. He's wonderful. He's doing this. He's doing that. She's doing the other thing. But look inside yourself and ask the question, what am I doing to glorify the Lord? What am I doing to tell other people how to get to heaven? What am I doing to pray for others because I care enough to go to God's throne of grace in behalf of someone for whom I am concerned? God can make you usable and use you, and he will if you are willing. It's up to you. Let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Do you understand the personal application to these scriptures? This is what God is saying in Galatians chapter 6, verse 4. Apply it. There's an interesting word from God's Word recorded in Galatians 6.5, New King James. Listen, for each one shall bear his own load. That's a tremendous message for you and for me. Are you bearing your own load? Are you taking care of your part of the responsibility? Are you doing what God would be pleased for you to do to bring honor and glory and praise to Him? I hope so. Because people are watching you, and they're wondering whether or not you're really going to carry your part of the load. Are you? Will you? Have you? Let's go forward. Let's tell people how to get to heaven. Let's let them know that they need to abide by the Word of God. They need to read and heed Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, John 3.16, Romans 10.9 and 10. Because if they will, wonderful things are going to happen. For each one shall bear his own load. You have the responsibility of telling other people how to get to heaven. If indeed you have believed on the Lord Jesus and have told other people, keep telling and telling and telling and telling some more. Watch God make you usable and use you to make an impact for his glory. It's up to you. For each one shall bear his own load. Let him who has taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Galatians 6, 6, New King James Version. Are you doing that? Are you letting your pastor know that you appreciate what he has shared from the word of God with you? What about a Sunday school teacher, a small group leader? Are you telling them that God has used them to help you learn how to serve him? What about the people who are making this radio broadcast available to you? Have you thanked the Lord for them? Have you been honest and sincere, and have you shared in all good things? I hope you have, and if you haven't, you can. There is still time for you to do that. Saying thank you is a very, very important thing, and it's a tremendous blessing to the person who is endeavoring to share God's Word with you and with others. So be sure to say thank you. Be sure that you share in every way that you can your time, your talent, your treasure, in a wonderful way that God can lead you to be helpful to others. Pray a lot, then go with the gospel, 
and say thank you. Say it consistently. Say it to every person that deserves to be thanked. And thank the Lord for giving you the privilege of thanking the people who are making an impact on your life. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Galatians 6-7, New King James. Are you sowing the gospel? Are you telling people how to get to heaven? God holds you responsible for every person with whom you come in contact. You've got God's ABCs available for you to give to people who need to know the Lord. To get yours, call now, 812-867-2418. When you call, let us know how many copies you will prayerfully present to people who need the Lord. Call now, 812-867-2418. Understand that God's Word is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. Listen again to Galatians 6-7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. You will reap rewards amazingly directly from God when you sow gospel seeds, when you tell people how to get to heaven. We're seeing teenagers that are thrilled about giving the gospel to people and watching the Lord speak to hearts of those recipients of the good news and hearing them say, yes, I admit I've sinned. I believe on the Lord Jesus. I'll tell others about him. Listen carefully to Galatians 6.8, New King James. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. What are you sowing and how are you doing it? We've got God's ABCs for you to sow. Give them to as many people as you possibly can prayerfully. To get your copies, call now. 812-867-2418. When you call, let us know how we can help you by praying with you and for you as you go with the gospel. Tell us how many ABCs you will give to people. God loves you, and he wants you to sow his seed in ways that will reap wonderfully. He promises this will happen. When you sow in the Spirit, you will reap in the Spirit life everlasting. So go with the gospel. Call now, 812-867-2418. And tell us how many of God's ABCs you will prayerfully present to folk you know who need to know Christ personally. Call now. Get as many ABCs as you will prayerfully present to people for whom you are concerned. 812-867-2418. Listen to Galatians 6.9, New King James. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Believe God's word. Put God's word into effect where you are. Call to get copies of God's ABCs to give to people. Don't grow weary in doing good. You may say, I've already tried this, but there are people out there who don't yet know Jesus, and you could be the one to tell them how to get to heaven. Call 812-867-2418 and let us know how many copies of God's ABCs you will prayerfully give to people who need to know Christ. Call now, 812-867-2418. Know that in due season you will reap if you do not lose heart. 
So don't give up. Don't quit. Don't even stumble or stop for a moment. But keep going with the gospel, with God's good news. Again, to get your copies, let us know how many you want to give away and how many you're willing to present to people who need to know how to get to heaven. Call 812-867-2418. God will bless you, and he will make you usable and use you. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Galatians 6.10, New King James, provides that promise for you. That's God's word. Understand when you have opportunity, do good to all. That means every person with whom you come in contact. Tell them how to get to heaven. Let them know that God loves them. Jesus died for them. He was buried and he rose again on the third day. And if they will believe on him, they can have life everlasting. If you have Christian friends, pastors, teachers, others, who are involved in communicating Christianity, then go to them and do good for their benefit. Everybody who is a believer in the Lord Jesus, these are the folk who are part of the household of faith. Are you? If you aren't, you can be. Right now, say, I admit I've sinned. I'll believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll tell other people about him. And if you've already done that, tell other people how they too can make a vast, big, magnificent difference. So go with the gospel. And don't be holding back, but go forward. Remember, we have opportunity, so let us do good to all, especially those who are of the household of faith. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. December 7, 1941, the United States entered World War II after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. A couple of years later, in 1943, Youth for Christ rallies began in Indianapolis and in Kansas City. In 1944, St. Louis and Minneapolis. On May 27, 1944, at the first Chicagoland Youth for Christ rally, 25-year-old Billy Graham had the opportunity to speak to his first large crowd, more than 2,000. In January 1945, Billy became the first staff member of Youth for Christ International. He crisscrossed America, speaking to local youth and leaders, organizing ongoing Youth for Christ rallies all across America and beyond. In 1947, Billy conducted his first citywide campaign in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Billy Graham, Cliff Barrows, and George Beverly Shea had their first area-wide evangelistic campaign together in Charlotte, North Carolina, Billy's hometown, in October and the first part of November, 1947. And that happened to be 70 years ago. Watching God work for 70 years has been a privilege and a challenge. Asked to play trombone with the Mount Carmel High School Campus Cadets Dance Band, 
our first song for the high school carnival, October 31, 1947, was That's My Desire. Two verses of scripture that I didn't even know that I knew hit me in the heart. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I prayed, Lord, this is not my desire. My desire is to serve you. Please help me. This will be my first, my last, my only night with the campus cadets. The last song I played with the band was the Coronation March as the candidates for Carnival Queen came by. I had a vested interest in one special candidate, Mary Greer. Knowing that her father was pastor of the First Baptist Church, our campaign slogan was, Vote for Greer. She don't drink beer. Almost immediately, I had a big burden for my friend I had met when I was only four or five years old. We had attended the same vacation Bible school, Sunday school, and church services, but he had drifted far, far away from the Lord. Pete was my first target. He agreed to go with me to a youth meeting, and just a few days later, surrendered his life to the Lord completely. Pete grew by leaps and bounds in Christ. At the Wabash County Fair, summer of 1948, Pete and I stood at the exit at the grandstand giving people copies of God's simple plan of salvation. We were gung-ho for God. I recruited Don Brown to help us. As Don, Pete, and I walked home, we pounded Don with Romans 12, 1 and 2. Lord, he prayed, these guys have gotten through. I'm giving you me, all of me. Pete enrolled in Bible College in St. Louis in 1948, that fall. I visited him in October, and he took me to St. Louis Youth for Christ. Back home, Mary Greer and I began dating in September 1948. With other high school students enlisted by the pastors of local Bible-believing churches, two from each church, Mary Greer, Dorothy Olds, Don Brown, and I helped start Mount Carmel Youth for Christ at December. At our second YFC rally in January 1949, Mary dedicated her life to the Lord Jesus. We were backed by pastors, Pedersen Grace Memorial, K. Wood Free Methodist, Grant First Methodist, Greer First Baptist, Keller Evangelical United Methodist, Kirkman Pentecostal Assembly of God, and Stafford Church of God, and praying people from all of these congregations. Each Sunday, following the evening church service, we gathered in one of the church facilities for Sangspiration. Gene Seitz Capen put together a Youth for Christ chorale to sing at the monthly Saturday night youth rallies and some of the weekly Sangspirations. Graduating from Mount Carmel High School in 1949, I enrolled in Greenville, Illinois College that fall and gave an engagement ring to Mary. My world was rapidly changing. Stay tuned, and you'll find out more. In the late fall of 1949, Billy Graham was conducting a crusade in a big tent 
in Los Angeles. Several famous people came to Christ, including Stuart Hamblin, who was a cowboy singer with his own radio show, and Louis Zamperini, who was an Olympic winner and a World War II hero. February 6 and 7, 1950, Billy Graham and Cliff Barrows had been invited to conduct rallies at the Evansville Rescue Mission. Billy and Cliff were staying at the McCurdy Hotel. Dr. Veal, the director and founder of the Evansville Rescue Mission, called them, saying, You boys, get yourselves over here. The building is packed. We can have two services. Empty the first crowd, bring the people who are standing in the street in. And so I came from Greenville College with other students, and we stopped in Mount Carmel for Mary. We stood in the middle of Locust Street for the first service. The packed auditorium quickly emptied so those standing outside could go in for the second service. That evening, Graham said, I got my slant on evangelism at Bob Jones University, and Dr. Bob Jones Sr., the founder, will be here tomorrow night through Saturday. Come back and hear him. Mary and I returned to hear Dr. Jones at the Saturday night youth rally, and he reiterated, Billy Graham got his slant on evangelism at Bob Jones, and Cliff Barrows is one of our boys, one of our graduates. High school senior Don Brown put together a citywide Easter sunrise service April 9, 1950, in Mount Carmel. He invited the Mount Carmel High School a cappella choir to sing, Pete to speak, Mary to read a poem, and me to sing. That Sunday morning, something happened that caused each of us four teenagers to realize God was doing something very special in our hometown. That evening, Evangelist Dwight Ferguson began an evangelistic meeting at the Methodist Church. That night and for the following weeks, the song Cleanse Me was sung, emphasizing the phrase, Send a revival and start the work in me. A real revival came to Mount Carmel and continued for six weeks as God's Holy Spirit poured out blessing after blessing on our hometown. Many leading citizens of Mount Carmel came weeping at the altar and gave their hearts and lives to Christ. The entire community was impacted tremendously. One of those influenced greatly was Dick Capon. Dick had accepted Christ personally in January 1950. In the Waller, a well-known layman, was ready to do anything possible to serve the Lord. Enlow and White Ferguson, the evangelist, visited mission outposts in several countries. They were the catalyst God used to launch Men for Missions. After experiencing the Mount Carmel Revival, new believer Dick Capon and his wife Jean Seitz Capon asked God to guide them. In May 1950, they decided to accept a job offer in Texas where Dick pursued his dream to become a certified public accountant. Continuing to follow God's leadership, Dick and Jean became missionaries to Korea and later were instrumental in moving the headquarters of OMS International from California to Indiana. Dick and a friend established Cape and Krause Accounting Firm, serving numerous national and international Christian ministries and organizations. Again, sensing God's leadership, Dick accepted the invitation to move to Charlotte, North Carolina as the senior vice president of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, working closely with Franklin Graham, president of both BGEA and Samaritan's Purse. Ron Wilcox's wife, Susan's father, Les Moore, was converted during the April 1950 revival in Mount Carmel. Ron now serves as chief operating officer for Samaritan's Purse Global Ministries. Students, school teachers, 
Business people, housewives, and day laborers came to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ in 1950, and several served him until they were called home to heaven. Others continue in service for the Lord Jesus today. And because of what happened then, much has transpired since to touch the world for Christ. Mary Greer and I were married on June 18, 1950, and in August moved to Greenville, South Carolina, where I transferred to Bob Jones University. Mary and I were involved with Youth for Christ International with Word in Waco, Texas, and we began Triple T Christian Youth Ministries in February 1966. We soon connected with Teen Missions International, and we have hosted students from 40 different nations and all six continents, helping them to become trained as missionaries to America. Year after year, we've returned to Mount Carmel and have been involved in multiple evangelistic youth efforts there while traveling nationally and across southern Illinois, southern Indiana, and western Kentucky, sharing God's good news. Stay tuned for more of the story. After studying at Midwest Bible College in St. Louis, Ivan Peterson went to a camp in the Tennessee mountains to learn how to work with black people. Unknowns to him, his former pastor also was involved, and a young lady from Michigan went to be there that summer because she also, like Pete, felt called of God to be a missionary to Africa. They met and they married, and they became missionaries to Africa. When they were forced out by uprisings, they went to Europe, and had a far-reaching church-planting ministry in the Paris area, leaving behind four or five evangelical churches. Don Brown and his wife Shirley graduated from Wheaton College. They met there. Don became an army chaplain, going to Okinawa and to Vietnam. Don Brown was promoted from being an army chaplain and lieutenant colonel to spending forever with God in heaven when he went to be with the Lord in 2010. In October 2013, Ivan Peterson also gained his eternal promotion as he went to be with the Lord. And on October 12, 2014, Mary Greer Dooms heard those words, well done, good and faithful servant, as she went into the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ too. And now the four of us who were together Easter 1950 with the other three now in heaven, I am highly motivated by the poem that has been on my desk since I graduated from college. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Recently I learned that the author of that particular little poem was C.T. Studd, who was a very wealthy person, but who served the Lord diligently all of his life after he surrendered totally to Jesus. God will use you where you are, as you are, if you are willing. But you have to be the one that says, Here am I, Lord, send me. Almighty God has answered prayers of concerned Christians in the small southern Illinois town of Mount Carmel time and time again. I was saved when I was eight years old. I dedicated my life at the age of 16, but in between, in that eight-year span, I had the privilege of going different places, seeing different things, and having magnificent experiences. One of those was when my dad had a job at the shipyards 
in Newport News, Virginia. And he sent for my mother and me, and we went by train all the way across the country. And when we arrived there, I learned a lot. I had the privilege, the first weekend there, of watching the launch of a huge aircraft carrier, the USS Hornet. It became one of the most famous ships during World War II. And I was there at the launch. God gave me all kinds of privileges and opportunities going back and forth to Mount Carmel and seeing what God did. He continued to work. We were privileged to be a part of the beginning of Mount Carmel Youth for Christ. And we've seen God do things through those students who came to a dedicated determination for the Lord during those days. Again, beginning Easter Sunday, April 9, 1950, and during the next 67 years, people who were involved in that Easter Sunday have gone literally to every populated continent, to country after country, again and again, serving the risen Lord Jesus and taking his glorious gospel to people everywhere they possibly could. The worldwide impact continues this very day. It has the promise and potential to keep going into all the world until Jesus returns in power and glory. Now you can be one of the expanding army of believers to go from your Jerusalem into your Judea, your Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Will you? The opportunities abound. Every Saturday night, as God provides, Triple T Christian Youth Ministries will continue to have an open door at 6 o'clock. At 727, the jet will land on the big screen, and the rally will go for one hour and three minutes. And then we'll be talking about where we go from here as we make preparations for what will be happening up until Thanksgiving, and then until Christmas, and then into the new year of 2018. With a heart's desire to teach and equip others, 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2, Tammy Lee Dooms, my daughter, is spearheading the Christian Youth Leadership Academy to train high school graduates in youth evangelism ministry. The Christian Youth Leadership Academy is a free nine-month residential school. Qualified students receive classroom instruction in Bible, youth ministry, evangelism, and leadership, and daily on-the-job training in multiple aspects of youth ministry. Prospective students are already turning in their applications, and you can pray and let the people that you know know about this opportunity. Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.